2: Good evening. Welcome aboard into the night and the overnight. It is Sports Overnight America on iHeartRadio around the country and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Marty Turell along the way. Dominic Jimenez produces. He'll contribute with Don's download Uh, coming up. We talk the world of sports right up until the top of the next hour, and we got a ton to get to. Uh, you know, more fallout from uh, Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. We'll uh, throw some news and notes at you in the world of college football. Obviously, uh, a lot of musical chairs uh, with the Pac-12 literally falling apart. I mean, you can't ask any conference to – when you lose your heart and your – your brain and your heart and your lungs when they lost Southern Cal and UCLA to the Big Ten starting next year, uh, the Pac-12 right now is on life support. More rumblings uh, about Colorado and their move back to the Big 12. Look for that. That's going to be a huge feather in the Big 12's cap. And then, you know, as we've said countless times, then it's uh, what's going to happen up in the Pacific Northwest with both Washington and Oregon. And so we will keep an eye on that situation. So, But Harbaugh, it's official now, first four games of the year. They don't play anybody really for the most part. He will miss their Big Ten opener week four against Rutgers. And will listen, he, he lied to the NCAA. All he had to do was fall on the sword, admit he bought some recruits, some cheeseburgers, and probably taken a menial, menial sanction. Instead, he decided to lie, deny it, and the hard bar should be bigger than that. But he's not, so he'll sit out the first four games of the year for Michigan. Uh, Aaron Rodgers reworks his contract with the Jets. Uh, we talked a lot about that. HBO and Hard Knock visiting Floral Park in New York Uh with the Jets, they're going to be they're going to be the face of the NFL for the first uh, quarter of the season. Uh, their first six seven games, you know, starting with their Monday night opener against Buffalo, uh, they're going to be the face of the league right now. Uh, if you if you're sick of Aaron Rodgers, well brace yourself for more. All right, USA Netherlands tonight women's soccer. That'll be nine East, six Pacific, eight o'clock Central Time Zone. USA and the Dutch uh, final four years ago in the Women's World Cup, US beat them two zip, but no Viviane uh medema for the dutch not a good not a good deal for them so it looks like the usa catches a big break there favored to win tonight we'll take a look at that as well lots to get to into the night into the overnight here it is sports overnight america on the sports byline broadcast network we're coming right back don't go away
3: I have diabetes. I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I have asthma.
1: That's
2: 800-943-2153. I mean, you can say what you want about Aaron Rodgers, folks. He reworks that contract, very cap-friendly for uh, the New York Jets. So away we go. He Again, we said it, we'll say it again. He's going to be the face of the NFL uh, for the first quarter of the season. We'll see how the Jets do on the field uh, as they got a very, very tough schedule. And uh, primetime Monday night against the Bills. That'll be a divisional game, obviously, right off the get-go. Uh, so we look forward to it. So, uh, look, HBO Hard Knocks, Jets, they're kind of the girl with the curl right now. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about that. So we shall see. Look at there's two teams that are extremely either ready to burst out and have huge years. One of them, of course, the Jets, we alluded to it, Rodgers. Uh, the two Iowa State kids, Brees Hall, the running back, who was was on a collision course with the Rookie of the Year award a year ago. I mean, he was tearing it up, and then he tore his knee up, and uh, he was put on ice for the balance of the season. He's back and healthy. And uh, you know, amid the backdrop that the running back position has been so devalued and debunked that you can win uh, as long as you got a quarterback and you got receivers, which is true. But the Jets are going to show you, unquestionably, in my mind. That you're gonna to need to balance it out with a running attack and they're gonna have one of the better running attacks in the league. So we put the Jets in that, you know, in that realm of man, the expectations are huge. Look at the difficulty of the schedule. You gotta manage expectations, tough division. Well, hold the phone. Is is the is the AFC East as tough as people think it is? First of all, if you're going if you're gonna bring the Jets down a peg or two. And you're also taking a little starch out of the toughness of the of the division. Miami Dolphins, look, I, I'm going to throw them in with the Lions and potentially the Jets and Jacksonville as teams that yeah could really ha- take huge step forward, huge step uh, steps forward this year. Give you a lot of reasons on every one, but Miami, I worry about the quarterback. And when you worry about the quarterback, and that's what the Jets really and you know, and, and we're not going to get into the injury thing, but you have to with Miami because of the concuss uh, the concuss uh, concussion history with Tua. But on the surface, Miami, in ter- terms of checking every other box, in terms of coaching, even though he McDaniel's kind of an odd duck, a guy can coach and he's got some talent. And you put the ball, you you know, you, get, you put the ball in the hands of Tyree Kill. Anything can happen. He can go coast to coast. He can go from end zone for goal line to goal line. He, he's that good. He's a game changer. A lot of talent on that Miami team, and the defense will uh, undoubtedly improve. The Patriots, they can't. I, I mean, you can't, they can't get out of their own way. You know, you've got Belichick, who you know, be damned. He's going to make every single decision even if it ultimately leads to his undoing in Foxborough, and that is almost unthinkable to say, but it's not so unthinkable when you really get into it because they've missed the playoffs two years in a row. You know, And in life, what do they say? Three strikes, you're out. You think Robert Kraft is going to sit back and watch the Patriots miss the postseason tournament again with an expanded wild card, and you think they're going to sit back and it's not happening? This is a this is a all hands on deck season for the New England Patriots, uh, and that's not hyperbole. That's not alarmist. That's not you know. I mean, that's just reality. Now, are they gonna fire Belichick if they don't make the playoffs. No, but I mean, if they if they win nine games, win ten games, lose out on the tiebreaker, okay, it's livable as long as the quarterback Jones advances uh, his stature and 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 can can demonstrate that he was worth you know, a first round pick. And there's people that doubt it. There are people that doubt it. People that you respect in the NFL saying, you know what? New England doesn't have anything other than an average NFL quarterback. So then you've got the Buffalo Bills. And we found out last year, didn't we, that they kind of got exposed a little bit their defense. uh, Look, Micah Hyde, the kid from Iowa, he was out with a neck injury hamlin goes down with the cardiac issue they had linebacking issues they had other injuries mcdermott's coaching was brought into question you know listen if anything with the buffalo bills the arrow might be pointing if not down it's it's not pointing up so it may be straight lining buffalo is they're they're in a very pivotal season not not unlike new england new england's in a pivotal season because they haven't made the playoffs Buffalo's made the playoffs, but they've underachieved and they've blown big leads. They've got they got blown out. So we'll see how this team recovers. So all of a sudden you look at the AFC East and you have to kind of say, hold on a minute. This might be, you know, 11 wins may get it done. I already said the Jets, I, I, you know, you're going to work hard, but you, you can find 12 victories for the Jets. But 11 might get it done in this division. It might. So all of a sudden you're saying, you know, it's a tough division, but it's a tough division. Why? Because of parity? Because, you know, Miami, who has owned, I mean, owned the Patriots over the last 10 years. Just look it up. Do the numbers. You can't even believe it. It's like the Patriots know when they play Miami. It's like you say, well, how can it matter from eight, ten years ago? I ask myself that question all the time. Why do we look at, you know, well, you know what, Miami's won nine of the last 11 or whatever the statistic might be. What's relevant from ten years ago? Who knows? But we do know this. Some teams just, just have another team's number, and when it comes to the Patriots and in that series, the Patriots just don't beat them, by and large. Occasionally they do, but by and large they don't. And when they do, in the few times that they have, they've won ugly and got calls going their way and every other uh, excuse in the world. But you know that's where we start. So the minute you want to anoint, and I have the Jets to be this wonderkind and breakout year, it may be amid a backdrop of beating each other up in the AFC, in the East in particular. The other one is Jacksonville. I mean, move forward, played very well against Kansas City. Trevor Lawrence, I thought, had a breakout year. He's poised, I think, to take another huge step forward. If he does, excellent coaching there. They've got the right guy, a guy who has won a Super Bowl, who has, you know, after the Urban Meyer disaster, they had to. They had to. The owner, Con had to make. A, he couldn't miss on this hire, and he didn't. He got the right guy in Doug Peterson, who is universally, ex, uh, you know, uh, respected by the 53-man roster and he's going to deliver the goods. I think Jacksonville is even in many ways one of the most intriguing stories team-wise in the National Football League. And then there's Detroit. And you have to just say, you know, the, 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 the road loss at Carolina last year was a head scratcher. Green Bay is probably going to be down again. Minnesota should almost by default win this division, but Detroit may have something to say about it. And then you've got the Chicago Bears who can't go anywhere but up. So you know what we're starting to see? Here we are as we descend upon August, the Hall of Fame game right around the corner, Jets and Browns, which is just a glorified scrimmage to showcase the game and get NBC off the schneid and get us back talking football. Yeah, it's going to come down to there's going to be a I think it's going to be kind of a breakout year. There's going to be a changing of the guard, not necessarily right at the top of, of the creme de la creme in the league, because I still think the Niners are going to be very, very good. I think the Eagles are going to be very good. I think the you know, the Bills, again, could go either way. But I think they they if they're healthy, we know Kansas City, same deal. If they're healthy, look out Mahomes, Kelsey, that group. Defensively improves, offensive line looks good. I mean, they check all the boxes. Spe- special teams, excellent. Hall of Fame coach Andy Reid. They're going to matter, but then you drop down to that next level, and that's where you're going to see, in my opinion, potentially some breakout teams. And that is Miami, Jacksonville, state of Florida could be interesting. Tampa Bay's going the wrong way. Uh, the Patriots obviously get a lot of attention because who they are, but they're they're you know. They're at a very, very transitional kind of a crossroads, you know, and then Detroit. And then if you go out West, what's going to happen to the Rams? You know, what about the Cardinals? What about the Seahawks? Uh, If you look around the NFL, there are so many interesting subplots as we head into You know, the second, third full week of camp. And guess what, folks? The exhibition season is right around the corner. It is creeping up on us, and it's creeping up fast. All right, we'll get Dom's download. Harbaugh officially out first four games. East Carolina, Bowling Green, UNLV, their Big Ten opener against Rutgers. He lied to the NCAA, caught with his hand in the cookie jar. He should have been bigger and better than that. Uh, USA and the Dutch tonight. Women's soccer on Fox 9 East. We look forward to it as we come back here. Dom's Download presented by our good friend Randy Byrne and Vanguard Utility Partners. He also sits on the board of Iowa One Call. Dial 811-Iowa One Call. As we come back here across the country and around the world, into the night with scores, interviews, and highlights, this is Sports Overnight America on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
1: 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details.
2: Sports byline, Dom's download. Talking the world of sports. Lots to get to. Uh, Bryce Young named the starter with the Carolina Panthers. Is that the right move for Carolina? You want to throw your rookie, former Heisman Trophy winner, right to the Wolves. Let's get to Dom. We'll start there. Aaron Rodgers reworks his contract. And then we'll see uh, Dom's opinion on, you know, the upper crust of the NFL. Does he agree with me or does he go the other way? I think that's second level after three or four elite teams. Boy, there's a drop-off. But when there is, it's it's going to be hotly contested. I can't wait. Right around the corner. Dom, they doing the right thing with Carolina throwing their number one pick and Heisman Trophy winner right to the Wolves week one. He's the starter, Bryce Young, rookie out of Alabama. What do you think?
4: I'm going to say yes. Under, under normal circumstances, I am an advocate for letting your young quarterback sit for at least a few games, if not the full season. But Carolina's just so bad. Obviously, that's going to put him in a position to struggle. But I, I feel like it's one of those situations where you might as well get him the game experience. Your Your team is going to be terrible no matter what whether you're throwing P.J. Walker or Baker Mayfield, who I know is not there anymore, but just for the sake Andy, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. You yeah. might as well just throw Bryce Young out there and, and let Dalton be in his ear on the bench and let him get all these live game reps. I'm okay with it.
2: I, I go the other way, man. I, I'm going to look at the Carolina schedule. Um, you know, they open at Atlanta. They got New Orleans at Seattle, Minnesota. Yeah, you know what? I look at the schedule. I don't know. I I guess, it, you know what, go through preseason, give him a few looks. I mean, I preseason games, uh, they got the Jets, they got the Giants, and they got Detroit for their three games. So, you know, t- see how he looks. I'm surprised they named him starter already. Before he's taken an official snap, even in an exhibition game, preseason game, they named him the starter. What what what's that all about? Is that just to give him the 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 keys to the Porsche? Is that, uh, you know, dad saying, OK, you got your license. Here you go. You can go drive uh, without any uh, driver's education. Just going to throw you to the wolves. Or is it, hey, we're going to embolden this man with confidence. We're going to let him know that the franchise he is the franchise. He's the franchise draft choice. And by golly, we're going to we're going to we're going to talk the talk and we're going to walk the walk. Which scenario is it? Or a different scenario
4: from a PR perspective, it's the second one. It's definitely this is our guy. We took him uh, one overall. We made a trade yep. to take him one overall. He's our guy. Everybody else is going to be a backup. It, it's 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 a vote of confidence, but in a positive spin, not the quote unquote dreaded vote of confidence mid season. Oh, we have all the faith in Bryce, and we we feel like uh, moving forward, he's the best option we have at quarterback. This is very very much a this guy is going to be the starter he's our quarterback this is his team and now during training camp because he's already been named the starter he doesn't have to have that rookie fear of looking over yeah. his shoulder like you know Andy Dalton's had been in been in the league for double digit seasons and he he looks kind of good. Um, what what if what if what, what happens if I don't? Now I'm not saying that his mental uh, strength is is low like that, but you never know with a rookie in a brand new situation. I don't care how good he was in college. The NFL is mm-hmm. very different, so I, I think it's all positive things. And again, <laughs> you might as well throw him out there. He's better than throwing Andy Dalton out there because if Dalton's out there, guess what? You're still gonna lose.
2: Well, when in doubt, consider the marketing, consider the money, and consider – the. I mean, look, at they've got to sell – I mean, they had a lot of empty seats uh, in Carolina. Uh, they need fannies in the seats. They have a new coach in Frank Wright. They draft – they moved up to draft him number one. You know what? The season ticket holders, and if you're trying to sell PSLs and you're trying to get back into the game in terms of your gait and your attendance – The league wants to see the the league wants to see it. The fan base wants to see it. So, by golly, I agree with it. All right. Aaron Rodgers reworks his contract. This is the ultimate team player. I mean, he could have been paid some forty nine or fifty million this year. He's going to take less than probably ten percent of that. Now he's going to get it on the back end ultimately. But wow, Aaron Rodgers playing ball. How about that?
4: he's going to get his money either way cuz it's all guaranteed so sure in the in, in the interim once free agency has already happened and been happening sure great cool Aaron Rodgers team player they're still going to pay him so uh for for the short term it, it gives me shades that maybe Rodgers doesn't know what is going to be uh his long term commitment to the jets is going to be maybe he's like I'll take a pay cut now let's get the best team we can possibly around me and if things don't work out, I'm going to retire and I'm still going to get paid. That's what it feels like to me. But, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, team guy, sure.
2: All of that is true, though, and I think you're right. He's playing ball because, he he, he look, there's already been talk he's going to play a second year. Let's get through the first year and let's see what the Jets do. I mean, if the Jets completely unravel and go 6-11, and 11, uh, it may be a whole different ball of wax. All right, let's turn our attention to what I was talking about. There, uh, To me, there's three or four really elite teams i left out cincinnati and i should have included them but after that dom you know who i've mentioned kansas city um you know uh, philadelphia a lot of people think dallas for some reason is going to be have this breakout year but boy once you get by three or four really really elite teams it's a mad scramble and we got teams poised to break out so who do you see as elite and do you agree that at that next level, it's a mad scramble for supremacy in the NFL? Go ahead.
4: There are three teams, and I'm going to tier it up. There's three, three. There are three teams on the top tier to me. That is Philadelphia, Kansas City, and San Francisco. The tier bo- just below that, I'm going to throw teams like the Bills, the Bengals maybe the Chargers, but that, that might be pushing it a little Ooh. bit. Maybe the Vikings, that might be pushing it a little bit there. Everybody else is on Tier 3 or below. So we're looking at, what did I name, like six teams? And yeah. and, and the yeah. Bills, obviously, I don't think I said the Bills, and the Bills, obviously, on that uh, second Tier 2. There are very few teams that I think are legitimate Super Bowl contenders. The Chiefs, obviously. The Eagles, yeah. obviously, because they were literally both just in it. The Bengals have shown they can make a good run. The Bills, I feel like they could make a good run, but it seems like the Bills always come up short. And the 49ers, I, I think those are the maybe five, I think that's five, five teams that I think are legitimate Super Bowl contenders. Everybody else is, let's get into the playoffs and try to get hot. And every other team, there's some type of question mark. Some of these other teams I named. The Chargers, okay, great. What have they actually done? Not a whole lot. The Cowboys, what have they done? They won a lot of regular season games, but that's about it. The, right. the the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, notorious for failing when the lights are brightest. I think he's got one or two playoff wins uh, over the last handful of years. So I, I think there are so many question marks now. I don't think any of those elite teams are going to get surprisingly knocked off, those four or five teams. I think those are... You can almost book it that some combination of them are going to be in the conference championships in 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 the respective conferences. Maybe a team from the NFC comes along and knocks out the Niners or the Eagles. That's entirely possible. But I think the AFC it's going to be one of those four. It's going to be one of those four teams. One of those three you, teams representing them in the Super Bowl.
2: You have left off uh, league wide. Shockingly, are you ready for this? You left off the Lions.
4: Not Super Bowl contenders.
2: You left off off the Jets. Absolutely not Super Bowl contenders. You mentioned, of all people, the Vikings. You want to talk about a history of spitting the bit. They got eliminated by the Giants last year. Mm -hmm. And you see no rebound in the Rams out west. And we've got question marks at quarterback in San Francisco. So I'm not picking – I'm not blowing holes in your theory. I, I think the Niners could definitely be an elite team. But that quarterbacking position has got to be sorted out. And they got to make sure they have a healthy quarterback, first and foremost. Do they not? Oh, absolutely.
4: But we saw what they did with broken-down quarterbacks, a rookie last year. The rest of the team is so good. If they can have a guy, whether it's Purdy, whether it's Sam Darnold, whether it's Trey Lance, just come in and be a competent quarterback. It's the Jimmy Garoppolo formula, the Trent Dilfer formula, just come in and don't suck, and we're going to be great, <laughs> literally.
2: Right, 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 don't suck. All right, so you've got basically less than a handful of teams that you consider Super Bowl. I mean, that's fascinating. 100%. Um, but you also agree. All right, is there a breakout team? Oh, you also failed to mention Jacksonville. I can't let you off the hook. There, they're, they they're, not, the, they're they're also
4: gave. not Super Bowl contenders. They're going to be good, but they're not Super
2: Bowl contenders yet. No,
4: can't do. So it. They're, they're
2: yeah. Uh, but you see them as a legitimate double digit win team? Would you say that's fair?
4: Absolutely, one hundred percent. Especially mm-hmm. given that they play in the AFC South. They're they're playing the Titans twice. The Titans are a mid tier team with questions at quarterback. They're playing the Texans twice Texans, a year, yeah. and. Uh, how do I always manage to forget the fourth team in every division whoever else it is they're a non non starter for me so yeah Jacksonville easily a
2: division winner for me well in the south you have um you have Jacksonville you have the Texans you have who am I missing who are the two others we have the Titans the, uh, and we're the getting
4: the fourth one exactly that's what i'm saying i always manage to forget uh, the fourth hang the on team a second. Who are we forgetting here? This is terrible.
2: Who are we forgetting?
4: Live sports talk. Can't beat it. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. Oh, I don't care. Indianapolis, the Colts. The, the Colts, the Colts. Yes, like the I Colts. said, Jacksonville's going to win the division.
2: Yes. Uh, but we'll see. The Colts, new coach, uh, new quarterback, and a new lease Lisa- on optimism uh, in Indianapolis. There you go. Interesting. All right. Um, one more. Th- oh, we only got 30 seconds. All right. We'll come back. Don, we'll do it again soon. We'll come back for the top of the hour. What's hot and what's not. USA, Netherlands, the Dutch tonight. There will be no star player for the... Their best player is out. Vivian Medima. No go. ACL. She was playing for Arsenal back in December. Tore for knee. She's out of the World Cup. U.S.-Netherlands tonight, Fox 9 East, 6 Pacific, 8 Central on Fox.
5: This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use siren sound effects on the radio, so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention, like telling you that whether you drive a little over the speed limit or a lot, you can crash just the same. You could hurt yourself or worse, others.
4: I'm
5: at the scene of the collision. And the damage you cause will be beyond repair. See? See? We didn't have to use crash or siren sounds after all. Speeding catches up with you. Brought to you by NHTSA. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your
6: valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged and they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount.
0: are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs. No agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call one 800 sell or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call one 800 sell That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated.
2: I want to remind everyone our football launch party this year will be on Thursday night, August the 17th from 5 to 9 p.m. Central Time. We will uh, broadcast live that day from Destination Grill in Grimes, Iowa, about 12 minutes uh, from downtown, 12 to 15 minutes from downtown Des Moines. uh, Destination Grill, you hear us talk about them. John-Ann Granillo and Eduardo, Mark Hanrahan, Kurt, Mom and the Gang. So they will host us. Uh, That is also during the Iowa State Fair, so it's going to be a crazy time of year. But our football launch party coming up on Thursday night, August the 17th. uh, Stay tuned. We'll be giving you all the details, tell you who we're going to get to speak that night. We'll be talking fantasy football. We'll be previewing Big Ten, Big 12, college football at large, some NFL talk. It'll be a good night. We'll have some special guests on the radio program as well. Charlie Gibbons, co-host on uh, college football or football. Uh, the fifth quarter takeover, which is coming this fall to Sports Byline Broadcast. So we look forward to it. Let's get Don Antanasio. You know, I she just got back from Colorado. She's back in New York. And I figured, you know, when we get her back on, I can't wait to hear how her and her husband, they flew out to Colorado. No delays, no cancellations. Everything was perfect. And then the return trip to, you know, to New York from Denver, it'd be smooth sailing, no delays. But you don't talk to anybody these days that travels without some kind of log and some nightmare. And Let's get her in here. Don, what's going on? Donnie, <laughs> how are you? You survived uh, it.
6: I did. We we survived it. And uh, it, it's true what we hear on the news about all these delays due to overscheduling of flights and pilot shortages. So we were at the airport for 12 hours. If you ever told me that someone was at the airport oh for God. half a day. Um, I I would feel bad for them, (laughs) but we were there, and you know what? We were flexible, positive, and calm, and there were multiple delays, and then a true cancellation, and then reschedule. We were put on three different flights yesterday, and we finally got home today. Crazy, and going there was the same.
2: Well, yeah, going there, I mean, you got scheduled, you had a morning flight and they moved it to night or was it the next day? I forgot what it was. Was it a night flight and they rescheduled you till morning? Is that how it went?
6: You were correct. Uh, the first time it was a morning flight made to be evening and yeah. and then it was still delayed something like five hours once we were there. It, yeah. It's insane.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, do you, I, I don't want to belabor the point, but I, I want to know how are they explaining this? And do you have a theory? Are, are the, are the, do you believe that the airlines are being truthful or why? Why everyone I talk to does not have a smooth flight these days. I, I swear to God, I talk to people all the time and everyone's got a story. So I don't want to belabor it, but do you feel like the airlines are being truthful or no?
6: Not really. I think they're not telling you the information they know, like the, the root cause. Um, mm-hmm. they, they're not because They may say it's weather at one point, but then they'll say uh, mechanical. Exactly. Or a lot of times it's it's a pilot or crew being tired and they have to cancel it out of safety reasons.
2: I'm glad I am not traveling right now because I know what I'd say when they say it's mechanical. I'd say I know it may be mechanical, but I know one thing that's not uh, misfiring mechanically, and that is you're jerking my chain and it's working really well because <laughs> I don't think they're being honest. But anyway, so you went to Colorado. I want to hear what happened. Did you go to the? Did you go to the hotel the where they uh, filmed the Stephen King movie? Uh, what was it? The Shining. <laughs>
6: That's my favorite part. I wanted to jump to that part. <laughs> I'm so
2: glad. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Did. I'm dying to hear this.
6: Oh, what serendipity. Do you know they have these tours and there was only one ticket left for an evening, the 10, 10 in the evening, very quiet and dark. And uh, my family was generous and said, you love, you love this kind of stuff. Why don't you go? So I went by myself <laughs> while they toured the wow. hotel on their own. It was uh, full of trivia and facts, and I love older historic buildings, and it was amazing to hear the history behind the hotel and the, the differences of, you know, what you see in a book and what you see in a movie, or, you know, Stephen King not really approving of the movie at all.
2: No kidding. Is that true, huh?
6: It's true. He didn't like how the main character was portrayed because the main character is kind of like him. And he's you know, he's not this dangerous guy who went crazy while staying there. But it's a beautiful property. And uh, some of the some of the hotel was used in other films as well, like Dumb and Dumber. Mm -hmm. And I heard very something very interesting that Jim Carrey stayed in the room that Stephen King stayed in. And that's where there is the most paranormal activity. And I heard that Jim Carrey didn't last more than three hours. And, no kidding. and he he refused to film the second movie if they were gonna go going to go back that's, to that hotel.
2: That's great. What's the name of the hotel and where is it in Colorado?
6: It's called the Stanley Hotel and it's in Stanley, Estes right. Park.
2: That
6: is crazy. Estes Park. Estes wow. Park, yeah.
2: That is awesome that Don, that's a good job out of you. So Jim Carrey got there three hours later. He's like, I'm out of here. That's
6: awesome. He checked out and wouldn't really explain why, and what he witnessed. By the way, a fun part at the hotel at the end, again, in the evening, it's very like quiet and kind of empty at night. We went through the maze. There's actually a maze in front with two entrances and you just kind of like run around it and try to get out.
2: unbelievable. Hey, that's cool. All right, so what else did you do on this trip? This is great. I mean, this is your one of your summer sojourns. Um uh, what else did you see? You know what's really weird? I think you escaped the the oppressive heat that the whole country and you're enduring it now in New York. I mean, we got it here in the Midwest today. We got a heat index up near 110 today. It's crazy. Did you guys escape the really bad, bad, bad heat?
6: We did, although we had some couple of days in the 90s. Uh, one day we particularly felt it when we were walking through Boulder, Colorado. Uh, other than that, it was very pleasant. Pleasant what weather. What was the
2: high, the highlight? You said the Stanley in Estes Park. What else? Uh, what else struck you? I mean, it's one of my favorite places to go. Colorado is so beautiful. It really and truly is. What what stood out to you?
6: Glenwood Springs. We went to a hotel. And had a giant pool, two giant pools, and one in the, uh, let me just say, one is 93 degrees. So it's walking into basically a giant hot tub, but with ja- jets wow. and lounge, uh, like lounge chairs and fountains, very therapeutic. And you're surrounded by mountains, as you can imagine. Like you can't look to your right, left, or any which way without seeing a mountain.
2: Yeah. So, w- were some of them snow capped or no? Yes. That's amazing. That 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 to me one of the things that struck me one time was in Denver, and I, you know you you're sitting there and it's the mid dead of summer and you're looking at mountains and you're thinking how can there be snow up there? But yeah, it's crazy. That is Now let me ask you this: photography. Did you get into photography? Obviously, you're doing your radio podcast on this today, and I'm looking forward to going back and listening to this too. But um, photography, or how how did you capture? The essence of this trip.
6: We captured it. There were three of us. So each of us were taking pictures and some videos. Mm-hmm. You know, this landscape almost looks fake when you look at it. It's it's unbelievable. The unique rock formations that we saw. Animals such as elk and um, different sheep on the mountain. Um, we went to a place called Garden of Gods. The rock formations are you know very uh unique those are the red rocks and Mm -hmm. we went to the pikes peak mountain uh and we reached an elevation over fourteen thousand feet above sea level your breathing is quite affected uh i would even add chest pain to to it really
2: really so you noticed it because i did one time too i was running around outside a football stadium and i you know, they call it mile high stadium at the time for a reason. And I'm telling you, I was short of breath. I could not believe it. I thought, nah, this is a myth. That's not going to affect me. It affected me. So you felt it too, huh? Uh,
6: we felt it. And to back up when we landed uh-huh. in Denver and uh, I was driving after that first airport, I, uh, I felt a little off. And the next morning uh-huh. I felt very nauseous, but I got it out of the way and I felt fine after that point. But I, I was sick, but it was very short-lived. Isn't that something?
2: Yeah, some people do. Uh, It takes a period of adjustment. But you figured after about, what, 12, 14 hours, you felt better, huh?
6: Oh, definitely. And we did that hot air balloon, right? I don't know what you're talking about. It was fine. It was calm. No No fear. No fear of heights on that one. And we were 4,000 feet above the ground and we were already at 6,000 feet above sea level. So we went up to 10,000 feet in that air balloon. It was just amazing.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I did it out in Arizona and I didn't like it. Uh, I was out there for a college football bowl game, Iowa State in Pittsburgh, and we we did the hot air balloon. I thought, you know, if this flame goes out, we're going down. I, I wasn't comfortable on that. I wasn't. So all in all, you got to, on a scale of one to five, five being the best, where do you put this Colorado sojourn, your summer sojourn to the Rocky Mountains? Where do you put it? Four and a half, five?
6: Yes, between four and a half, five. Um, some standout moments, like you said, when you – let me – I, did, I want to be very positive about this, but realistic. One of the mountains, uh, driving up to, like, say, the Stanley area, it is, uh, we drove through, we had two options. We ended up going through the Rocky Mountain State Park. Mm-hmm. Two-hour ride. Basically, it's known as the highway in the sky, like a portion of the ride. You're going very slow. The the speed limits literally change all the time. 10, 15, 20, 25, 35. You have to be so focused, and they should give you a, almost like a warning. There are so many portions that you're high up where there are no guardrails or guard shoulders. I, was,
2: I knew you were going to say that. My dad told me about that when my dad was alive. He had step kids out in Colorado, and I, I've heard these stories, Don. I'm sorry I wouldn't be able to handle it. I would not be able to handle it. I don't understand that
6: at all. I don't. Understand it's not it. for the faint of heart. And I really believe you should be warned. And it was. Uh, I don't know. It, it was. It, I'm not going to say it was easy, but it's like that mind game. I had to do a lot of positive self-talk on some of the scary roads. And That's crazy. That's it's crazy very frightening. It can be frightening if you let it. So I had to play um, mind games with myself and visualize to distract myself from thinking what could happen in the worst case scenario.
2: Yeah. Well, you, hey, you did well. And not only that, you knew the airlines and I, I was amazed. I, I, you know, when you got delayed out of the get go, right out of the starting gate in New York at JFK, I thought, Oh, this is not going to be good. This is not going to be good. She's getting the full wrath of the airlines, but your attitude was unbelievable. There's today's lesson. Attitude is altitude. You were going to <laughs> high altitude. You had a good attitude and it worked out good. I'm proud of you.
6: Literally and figuratively. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm serious. All right. Good job. We'll talk to you again on Friday. You'll be part of the weekend edition, too. We got Marshawn coming up. We're going to talk about that on Friday when more time allows. Thank you, Don. Excellent job out of you. Congrats on a great vacation. Good job.
6: Thank you. Talk to you Friday. Uh,
2: Yes. Yes, ma'am. All right. Yes. And the Colorado Division of Tourism, I'm sure, is going to get a copy of this and be very happy uh, with Don and Oren, her husband, they had a great trip out there. Good job out of them. All right, good job out of the whole crew. I want to tell you again, remind you, on August 17th, it'll be our football launch party destination grill in Grimes, Iowa, all the details right here on Sports Byline. We will uh, tell you all about it, who we're going to have speak that night. We'll be talking college football. We're going to invite some area high school coaches. It'll be a great night for talking football. Coming up during the Iowa State Fair, it'll be Thursday night, August 17th, 5 to 9 p.m., at Destination Grill in Grimes, Iowa. We'll come back. What's hot, what's not? What's in, what's out? Tonight, Netherlands, USA Women, Nine East on Fox, Eight Central, Six Pacific, World Cup soccer. Group play continues here on Sports Byline. Sports Overnight America. Keep it right here.
1: tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917.
5: President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years,
1: Boy, what are some companies
2: doing to save, and I mean save, huge money, up to 30% on their health plans for their employees while they're finding out at all about ClaimDoc, which we have, and others. Claim-Doc.com. Ben Crambeck. He is the CEO. They are based in West Des Moines, Iowa, 3200 Westtown Parkway. Claim-Doc.com. Give them a big shout out. And uh appreciate them very much. Yes, companies, CEOs, those Fortune 500 companies, even smaller companies when they want to save money um, on their uh, group plans, uh, it is claim-doc.com. They'll explain all the details. Just go to claim-doc.com. All right, what's hot, what's not? I think the USA women tonight, Sophia Smith, boy, she all eyes are on her. She's likely to get that first goal, and I don't think it'll take much. I see a low-scoring game tonight. A lot of fun, though. It's interesting. We get it. Uh, going right at uh, you know, 8 o'clock here in the Central Time Zone, 96 Pacific. You know, look, uh, you, you'd like to see the Dutch have uh, full complement of talent. And if they had, uh, you know, their star player, it would probably be potentially a different situation. But uh, the USA will emerge out of this group, and uh, we shall see. But uh, so far, so good, folks. We've said it, TV ratings way up and we'll continue to do so, in all opinion. Baseball-wise, tonight, look, Red Sox last night over the Braves. Got to like that. 7-1, Kiki Hernandez to the Dodgers. Uh, we're going to see some deadline deals, but uh, what's hot, what's not. Some talk of uh, some major blockbuster trades. But I, I honestly think there are too many teams that think they can hang around. Red Sox, Cubs, a uh, whole bunch of teams. Feel like they they can stay relevant, and we'll see. And the other thing I love, I'm going to say it again. I discovered dry shampoo, Olaplex. I love it. (laughs) Talk about being lazy. Yeah, you don't even just spray it in there, rub it into your scalp, and away you go. Check it out, dry shampoo. Never heard of such a thing. I love it. All right, great job out of the whole crew. Dom's download presented by Vanguard Utility Department's Randy Byrne. Flame-Doc.com, Destination Grill. I'm Marty Terrell. We'll be back at it tomorrow in the overnight. Scores, interviews, and highlights here on Sports Byline. Sports Overnight America. Adios.